Gumbo Nation. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Steiner right here on iHeartRadio. If you want to join the show, 504-260-0995, or you can shoot an email to info at mortgagegumbo.com. You can visit the home away from the show is mortgagegumbo.com. Or you could go to, you want just free advice, no cost, no obligation, just answer, snap, send, and save, dat, cam. Eight plus years, be saying nine sooner rather than later, eight plus years of providing education and options to folks just like yourself on your most valuable asset, your home. Hey, if you're new to the show, welcome. Welcome to the Gumbo Nation. This is your home show. We promise to give you facts, data, and a delivery method that's, uh, I would feel safe to say, unconventional. With that being said, uh, when you mention unconventional, let me welcome my co-host and his uh, traveling uh, crowd that he brings with him. James Parker, welcome to the show. What is that for me? Yeah, is that oh. huh? Wow, that's so sweet. Yeah, I, I have a traveling studio audience. Yes, absolutely, man. So, uh, hey, on the show today, James and I look. We're going to talk about again. We're going to just continue to talk about what's going on in the market. What are we seeing? Uh, Fed CPI numbers came out this week on the Hump Day Hollow. We kind of chatted about it. Uh, I'm going to quiz James. There's some new uh, studies that came out. So I'm gonna quiz James Parker on a few different items of see and see if he agrees with what the masses are saying uh, when it comes to uh, a few of study a few studies that are out there, and of course we'll cover rates and rate watch. But I want to start with and and you know Gumbo Nation, y'all are awesome, always supportive. I'm even wearing my right field rowdy shirt. Uh, for those who don't know, that's kind of at Lakeshore High in right field, the student section out there. We call it the right field rowdies because those guys get out there, uh, you know, get loud they, and, and have a good time. But want to congratulate uh, 2023 uh, Lakeshore High School varsity baseball team. Uh, they are the 8-4A district champs. Outright district champs, uh, and they took care of business this week. So, yeah, they are. And you know, when it's your child, you're just excited, right? And you know, last year uh, they didn't win district, but made it to the semifinals. So uh, this year, now district champs. Uh, super excited. Got a game today, weather permitting. So now what's happening, listeners, is you start jockeying for position, and, and there's select and non-select, and, and non-select is the public school, select is the uh, private. So, you know, right now you start jockeying for position because the first eight teams get a bye, and, you know, you want to be seated as high as you possibly can. So uh, currently, as of this morning, we're number six. So, you know, by playing today, there's a bunch of stuff that goes on. Blah, blah, blah. But 
you know, shout out to Coach Boomer, uh, Coach Jeff, Coach Bat, Coach Troy, Coach Hano. Uh, just a great job by these guys because when they came back this season, they only lost two seniors. Now, the two seniors they lost last year and Sauber and Steed were absolute studs. Uh, but that's a lot of pressure too, right? Like, it's one thing to say, oh, y'all had a good season, but 12 seniors on the team this year. Um, and so a lot of expectation and, uh, you know, Coach Boomer and all the other coaches have done a great job of navigating that. And uh, despite, let's just keep it positive, d- 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 there's drama at every level, which is bananas. But we'll, we'll despite challenges, right, uh, they've done an amazing job. So uh, now today's the last, well, Monday's the official last day of the season. And then the playoffs start next week, Parker. So Gumbo Nation, y'all always so nice. Uh, when I see y'all, you know, whether it's a Home Depot, heck, this past week at CBS, uh, you know, people, hey, how, how'd Gavin and them do? Did they win? Blah, blah, blah. I really appreciate that. means a lot. And uh, just pretty cool. You as the audience always uh, checking in. So, nice A4A champs. I mean, the school's only 13 years old, James. Uh, so, even with the success they've had over the last couple years, this is only the second time in school history – They've been outright district champs. They've been co-champs a couple times. So gives you an idea. It's a big accomplishment. It's a big deal. So wanted to right. make sure I uh, gave them the shout-out they deserved. Two things. I think this shirt is older than Lakeshore High School. And the other thing, what would what grade would you give yourself, Dwayne Son? Because I know it's of utmost importance to you that uh, parents and fans be as polite as possible to the, the umpires and the, and the officials at any sporting event. What grade would you give yourself on how well you did respecting the umpires? Um, I mean, considering I should, I should have zero. I'm going to A+. Plus. And let me tell you why. As a fan, I should have zero impact, right? I mean, umpires shouldn't have rabbit ears or anything like that. So, you know, uh, any of that stuff. So I give myself an A+. Plus. And, uh, you know, we'll go from there. And, and it's just always something that's just the world we live in, whether it's, you know, whatever. It's the uh, environment, right? We'll just leave a whatever, uh, whether it's parents. My gosh, you would think that parents at some point would uh, allow their children uh, to just play ball. But, you know, we've got a, a parent that still to this point uh, wants to wine when their kid don't play uh so it's sort of uh really comical you know and then you know wants to go and complain to certain people blah 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 so um bananas how about it's high school if your kid's good enough he plays right i mean it's that simple so we're not um, gonna fix that on this show so great job there by lakeshore we're super proud uh so excited there and we'll keep you posted as we go along and you know again This week, James, April 20th, as I found out from my son, I was born on Wee Day, April 20th, 420. Uh, that's also my birthday, James. Based on my looks uh, and my, what do you think, James? Do you know? I don't know if you know my, do you know, what, what, what do you think I'm turning uh, April 20th, whatever day that is? 51? 52, man. 52. Yeah. So, um, 
So we got that going on this next week. So, but a lot. When we start talking about, we'll kind of regress and, you know, the spring buying season's here. We're going to talk about that today. Uh, Wednesday, we got into why, what the cost of waiting is. So we're going to talk more about that because at the end of the day, Gumbo Nation, the numbers don't lie, right? At the end of the day, the numbers do not lie. And I've got, uh, you know, this week alone, James, uh, listing right next door to me, and I'm pretty excited about this, right next door, realtor listed a home, literally shares a fence with me, so like not in the neighborhood. House went on the market Wednesday. Within an hour, had seven viewings show, set up, right? Had seven viewings set up, and by, I think it was within four hours, had a cash offer, $10,000 over listing, uh, and close in two weeks. No appraisal, no nothing. All right, so I can start to sprinkle in some details knowing just that little smidgen of facts that you gave us because I've been thinking about this too, and I bought a house about a year, year and a half ago. Yeah. And the market was frothy. Uh, the, the houses were moving super fast like that. And the interest rates were lower than they are now. And there was a whole lot more people going after the same little scant amount of inventory that we have floating around. And the house I'm in right now, the, the house uh, from which my, my kids sleep, uh, was not my first choice. My first choice of a house, I went and, and by the time I'm called to make a bid on it, someone else had already gotten it under contract. Uh, there was another one where I made a bid for the asking price and clearly they went with someone else's bid. So I guess someone was asking more that happened four more times. And then we started bidding over. Right. Right. And so that the house that I'm in now, I think was our our seventh or eighth choice, depending on how you want to rank it. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's nice that I have a smaller interest rate than I have now, but I was more likely to get the house I want if there wasn't six million other people going for the same housing stock that i was going for yeah and so one of the one of the niceties you know sure you have to pay a little bit of a higher interest rate now but you have a better chance at getting your first choice or your second choice or your third choice because i'm in my seventh choice then this this house is fine right but i mean i have to drive by the houses that i miss every (laughs) once in a while yeah and and be it's like, not, oh, I'd have had my garden looking better than that, right? I mean, and I didn't, I didn't do anything wrong. Like, I there's nothing asking for the the price that's listed. Is, is that really such a crime? So, I don't. That's the trade off. And I could have always gotten the house that I wanted and have to pay ooh six percent interest rate. And then when the rates go lower, you refi. Then you can have the best of both worlds. But I'm not going to get that now. I got the low interest rate, and I have to be happy with that. Well, I think what this shows is this, James, and we've been telling you, right? Uh, and, and we're going to kind of revisit it. And, and the fact is, buyers in today's market are brave. And if a house is priced right, now I've got the data to discuss that, and we'll, we'll share that on the, uh, in, the, in the next uh, block. But if houses are priced right, they're going. And buyers are brave, and the ones who want to buy are buying. Now, in this instance, it was a cash buyer. So I get it, right? And so that is a little bit different. And to be honest, what's kind of crazy right now is 
25% of purchases right now are cash buyers, even with investors saying they're pulling out. So you've got some people who sold their house at the highs, been renting, and they're like, you know what? They're probably listening to us going, well, it is goofy to be renting. Let's go buy. And then when maybe rates recede to a, a number we're happy with, then we'll refinance. I think that's why you're seeing it because you got people that are sitting on cash right now. Yeah, and, and what I also kind of infer by, by overlapping my story with your neighbor's situation is the fact that I feel like if someone comes in and they offer cash, 10000 above asking price, that means they've gotten burned on a few other bids, just like I did. They, they've, this is probably not their first bid to make. It's probably not the second. Because the first bid you make, you think, hey, listen, man, I'm going to be like Donald Trump and uh, art of the deal. I'm going to go in and I'm going to ask for you know lower than I want and negotiate up. And you, know, you go in for a low, you, you, you bid low the first couple times and they psh, get out of here. I have 28 other people that would gladly pay me well, for Well, and price. it's funny you said that because on the other side of break, I'm going to tell you a story about how I helped a young lady this week uh, win. And, you know, basically what I did was, you know, she asked me and she kind of told me what the realtor was looking to do. And I said, here's what I would recommend. Um, and how I worked with the realtor for us to be able to get this property for the lady. So you bring up a good point there. So, and that's because why James, we're in this every single day. So if you want to win, we can help you win. So, hey, on the other side of the break, we're going to continue. We're in a spring buying season. What does that mean? We've got data. What's the cost of waiting? And what's keeping you on the sideline? And then we got a quiz for James Parker as well. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein. Eight plus years of bringing education and options to you right here on iHeartRadio 504. 260-0995. Hello, Gumbo Nation. This is Dwayne Stein with MortgageGumbo.com. Mortgage rates are going lower. So here's a fun fact. Every 1% that interest rates drop, 5 million more buyers enter the market. This is your competition when purchasing a home. At MortgageGumbo.com, we guarantee our buyers up to $5,000. With lower mortgage rates, let's chat. Visit MortgageGumbo.com. Wow, that's awesome. So smooth. Hi, this is Dwayne Stein of Mortgage Gumbo. In those phrases, I get to hear daily from my mortgage clients. But when I get away from the office, America's original craft vodka, Tito's, draws the same compliment. So take a sip, relax, and conquer the world with a fresh beverage that includes Tito's. It's gluten-free. Visit MortgageGumbo.com. Need a home loan? Where do I go? That's easy. The dude known as Mortgage Gumbo. Education and options for you to see. Visit Snapson and say, Dad Cam, the cost is free. He'll get you a quote based on your needs. You'll tell your friends. It's such a breeze. Now try for yourself so you can see if purchasing or refinancing is right for thee. Visit Snapson and save Dad Cam. What's cooking, Gumbo Nation? This is Dwayne Stein with MortgageGumbo.com. And the Fed has stopped raising rates. Finally, this means mortgage interest rates are going lower. 
This is welcome news for home buyers just like yourself ready to enter the market or current homeowners who are ready to refinance out of that higher interest rate mortgage. Let's have a free chat today by visiting MortgageGumbo.com. Yes, indeed. Welcome back. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein right here on iHeartRadio, 504-260-0995. Hey, if you've got a question, join us, 504-260-0995, or email info at mortgagegumbo.com. So uh, in the first block, we were kind of talking about the market and what are we looking at and talked about how the neighbor, we had a neighbor who just uh you know, uh, soul house, great, beautiful home, you know, everything's awesome about that home. So it allowed, you know, look, somebody came in and, and paid, uh, paid top dollar for it, paid cash, 10,000 over asking. That's a win. Well, you know, this is where, and we're going to talk about this through the show, the cost of waiting and, and, and stuff like that. But, you know, also had another buyer who kind of coincidentally, like you said, James, you know, wants to kind of create a homestead, right? Uh, gets to work from home, does a little travel here and there, but trying to create a homestead. And, and so missed out on a property a couple weeks ago. Called me back. Hey, I want to put in an offer. Working with an age, her agent, solid agent, no issues there, uh, you know, good agent. Um, and the price just got reduced. Now, Ironically, here's what's crazy, right? You don't think mortgage gumbo's out there? The seller of this house, I was looking at doing a refi, so I know why the price got reduced, right? It wasn't because nobody was buying. It, it was kind of, they're having to make a move, right? So, so, but at the end of the day, you know, when the price got reduced, the lady asked me, the client said, what do you recommend? And I said, well, I think you should get with your realtor on this, but you know, they were going to come in like 10, 15,000 below what the price had just got reduced. And I advised them against that. Again, why? This isn't going to be a permanent financing. So they just had to reduce the price. I know the reason, ironically, I didn't know it till it was under contract when I saw who it was selling, right? But so I told them, go in, give them asking price, but get get you some closing costs because you're going to refinance, save that money right now. And sure enough, that's what they did. And I knew who to buy. Once I found out who the buyer was, we had a conversation because I'm helping them, him and his wife purchase a new home. Uh, and they said the reason why they won that offer was because they gave asking. They had two other offers that were underneath. Right. And and at the end of the day, they just felt that was somebody that was taking it more serious, purchasing a home. Right. Not trying. And like you said, James, this is where this is where knowing the market and knowing what's going on and winning. Um, he also said the five thousand dollar guarantee was just put it over the top. That was the cherry on top, so to speak. Right. You know, you're getting all these offers and then you get one that says, a $5,000 guarantee to close, uh, that's strong. So point being is good properties are selling, right? Buyers who want to buy 
or Brave, they're getting out there and they're making moves, James. Well, I, I think I've been watching too much HBO Succession here. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, there is no business nobility and just going out and barfing the highest number and winning the bidding process like that. But there is a, a, a cute little art form uh, where you go out and you match the bid, but you pay net the same as the people who are bidding under because you get the closing costs thrown in there. And so, you know, on paper, it's the same amount of money. But uh, at the beauty pageant, you're going to win first place. Absolutely. And, and, and when you're staring at it, when you're looking at the con- that, that asking price, you're, you're going to win first place. And, you, you know, in the end, it's great because this girl, she's going to have this mortgage for a year at most, right? As the rates do whatever they're going to do. So a year at most. So now she gets to get in. She had the money to pay the closing costs. But why not just ask for it and see? Right? So she wins. That money she can now hold on to and now able to move forward and, and kind of go from there. Right? So uh, in, in the long run, uh, you know, you got to look at really what is the cost of waiting? How important is it? Are you truly want, do you truly want to be uh, a homeowner? So let's get into our weekly segment we like to call Rate Watch. Rate Watch is brought to you by Tito's Handmade Vodka. It's America's first handcrafted vodka, and it is delicious. 30-year conventional, 6.50. That's up from 6.34 last week, James, right? So why? We'll go over that in a second. 15-year, it's 582.593. FHA, 588, 6.10. Jumbo, 597 last week, 6%. VA was at 595s at 6.09, and then the 5-1 arm is at 6.75. So let's talk, James, let's dig into the rate a little bit and kind of give folks the the what's and the why's. And we talk about rates of receding, and they are, right? You're going to have these hiccups, okay? So, you know, there's there's some programs out there where, hey, we're quoting folks in the fives and we're looking at some certain things, right? But again, what number are you chasing on that piece of paper? At what cost do you want to go get that number right now? So when you're looking at that, that's where, you know, you've got to trust your advisor, your, you know, your fidu, you know, your lender, so to speak, on does it make sense? And right now, what you're seeing with these rates, again, If you're waiting for them to just fall off the cliff, it's going to be hard. Because, look, this week, I thought for sure, for sure, we're coming in, man, and we're going to have another great report, and we're going to be down from that 6-3. And then all of a sudden yesterday, James, some minion out of nowhere, everything. I mean, we got what? The inflation numbers came out and were, let's just call it, awesome. I mean, they were awesome. They were at 2.7, whatever that, I mean, that, that, now you start saying two down from what, four or whatever it was, you know, four something. I get it's fuzzy math, but for them to be able to fuzzy it up enough to say two something, that's a win, right? So we started seeing, all right, this is great. But then yesterday you get a fed chairman that comes in, 
who just, and again, these folks and, and listeners, I, I don't beat up on them on purpose. Everybody wants to be a celebrity. Everybody wants to be quoted, James. Everybody wants to feel they want their two seconds, uh, you know, in the sun, so to, you know, fame. And we get some Fed chairman or assistant chairman or whatever it is out of one of these St. Louis or Chicago. I don't remember which one it is. And all they said was, inflation's good, but we think we should probably hike, or I think we should probably hike in May. Now, them stopping, everything sort of coming together, and they, it just shows you what we talked about a couple weeks ago. They're always wondering where the puck's at versus where the puck's going. Because it's not pretty... They can't see, he can't come on and go, hey, everything we doing, folks, y'all want to beat us up. Guess what? It's working. They won't come out and say that, James. So this guy comes out and makes an opinion. I'll, I'll let you go off from there, man. So inflation is not being tamped down uh, in the way that the, the word is supposed to be used. You know, we usually use inflation – as sort of an analog to our prices going up. But really, inflation is just an increase in the money supply. And so, you know, that, that's what makes, like, the, the, the price of TVs going down so amazing is because it happened during a time when the dollar was getting crushed and the price of TV still went down because it came cheaper to produce. Well, yeah. all, of our, all of our items would be getting cheaper every day if not for inflation. So it totally turns around that dynamic, and that is not based – uh, solely on whether or not the Fed has the right interest rate or whether or not the right amount of bonds are being uh, bought or whether or not T-bills are too high or there's an inverted yield curve. The real backstop on that is how much money are they printing and adding to the money supply every year because inflation just really means you are adding more money supply to the monetary system. And until they balance the budget, if they're going to still spend an extra trillion dollars a year, this is what inflation is going to look like. From here going forward until that gets fixed, and no one has a plan to fix that. So all the Fed can really do is is try and cause a little pain out there so some of the dollars circulate a little slower. And so really, so we either have the choice now between high inflation or moderately high inflation and a slower economy. This stinks. Yeah, it does. And and that's the point, and, and that's the – it stinks is uh, a, a perfect – word for this because just do what you're doing stick to your plan why does it matter what anybody else thinks we trust you you're the greatest at what you do great enough that you're running the whole country even though james and i could have fixed this two years ago right we've been talking about this you're great at what you do stick to your program why do you have to dip your toe in the water to see if it's warm or cold, right? You know, before you jump in the pool, you're like, let me test it. Dude, you're going swimming. You got your bathing suit on. You're going swimming. Get in the pool, right? So why are they continuously? So that's why we saw rates creep up a little bit. Next week, they'll kind of dive down. And, and that's why, again, and we're going to talk about it on the other side, the cost of waiting, and some data that came out and explaining uh, why. You know, we had a couple houses we helped people out with this week that they went in and bid it over asking. So 
It's going to line up with kind of the data that I've got there saying that if you're sitting here going, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait for housing to go down and prices to go down. Folks, it's not happening. It's like James said, it's supply and demand, right? I mean, you just don't have enough houses for it to go down. And then you once rates lower, then what's really going to happen? So a lot going on there. So uh, you're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein right here on iHeartRadio. If you want to join the show, 504-260-0995. What's cooking, Gumbo Nation? This is Dwayne Stein. It's my pleasure to welcome Floor Delee Law and Title to the Total Home Authority. Floor Delee Law and Title is your hometown team for real estate closings and all your essential legal services. Jeff and his vetted team of attorneys can help you with any legal services you may need. If I trust them, you can too. To find an office near you, visit FDLTitle.com. That's FDLTitle.com. Where you at, Gumbo Nation? This is Dwayne Stein, and I'm a proud yacht. So since it takes one to know one, as your yacht leader, I want y'all to know with rising rates and mortgage industry concerns, we got this. I've seen this and helped thousands time and time again through these same obstacles in the past. This yacht's gonna guide you. So visit the site thousands of your fellow yachts visit with no cost or no obligation, just answers. Snap, send, and save dad cam. It's that easy. Hello, Gumbo Nation. This is Dwayne Stein with MortgageGumbo.com. Mortgage rates are going lower. So here's a fun fact. Every 1% that interest rates drop, 5 million more buyers enter the market. This is your competition when purchasing a home. At MortgageGumbo.com, we guarantee our buyers up to $5,000. With lower mortgage rates, let's chat. Visit MortgageGumbo.com. Need a home loan? Where do I go? That's easy. The dude known as Mortgage Gumbo. Education and options for you to see. Visit Snapsend and say, Dad Cam, the cost is free. He'll get you a quote based on your needs. You'll tell your friends. It's such a breeze. Now try for yourself so you can see if purchasing or refinancing is right for thee. Visit Snapsend and save. Dad can. The views of Dwayne Stein are for entertainment purposes only and are not necessarily those of Cross Country Mortgage Inc. Cross Country Mortgage Inc. is in MLS number 3029. Dwayne Stein is in MLS number 175109. To verify licensing, please visit nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Cross Country Mortgage Inc. is an equal housing opportunity lender. All programs, rates, and terms discussed on this program are subject to change, subject to certain restrictions, and subject to underwritten approval. For additional information on any of the programs discussed, please call 504-207-7607. That's my jam right there. That is my jam. Welcome back. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein right here on iHeartRadio. Hey, if you want to join the show, 504-260-0995. Spring buying season, what's going on, cost of waiting, all that kind of fun stuff. So, James, we had gotten a question on the Hump Day Holler on Wednesday about – you know, has the market hit the bottom or is it crashing? And, you know, for almost a year now, 
we've been advising people on what's going on. And, and at the end of the day, it comes down to the old adage, right, of supply and demand, right? I mean, that, that basically, isn't that everything in life, really, when you think about it? I mean, it, it's, it's all about supply and demand. And so a few thoughts that discussed on Wednesday and, and you know, kind of we'll, we'll revisit it now is right now you've got more buyers than homes for sale. So just in theory, I mean, if it was a widget and not a house, if you don't have enough widgets, but you got a bunch of people wanting to buy a widget, would that price of widgets go down? No. Right. Right. And and, and I let the perfect metaphor for this is Beanie Babies, because Beanie Babies are ultimately worthless. The material they're made out of is like one cent worth of material. And so the only value that those things even have is that, number one, the scarcity. There's a finite supply of this. And then there's slightly more people who want one. Yeah. So, you know, we've been talking about, look, the buyer in today's market is brave. They're fearless. Right. They want to buy a home. Regardless of if I'm dealing with somebody who lost their shorts, lost everything in 08 and 09, and they're just ready now to uh, get into the game, you know, but buyers are fearless. And when we look at that, here's a stat, James, that since last June, the housing market currently has the fewest price reductions. This housing market right now, since last June, So that doesn't sound like that all of a sudden we're going to have a influx, right? The fewest price reductions. So what that tells you is if people have it dialed in, here's another stat, and then we'll get to Roger who's calling in. Here's something else, James. Last week, 73,000 listings last week went on the market. 25% of them were under contract within the same week. So if you are listing a home, and people call me all the time, listen, if you want help listing your home, reach out to Mortgage Gumbo. We can help you. Because if your home's listed right, it's going to sell. A couple more thoughts, but let's get to Roger and Homer. Roger and Homer, how can we help you out this morning? Welcome to Mortgage Gumbo, sir. Hey, Dwayne. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Listen, i got a quick question for you. I've got a home. My wife is, um, is disabled from having a stroke. Okay. And we we're, we have our home, and we have about $90,000 left to pay off on it. I have enough cash right now to pay it off. Now, my mortgage right now is 2.99%, and I'm wondering if I should pay it off. We, we Obviously, I can't sell it and go anywhere because my wife needs to stay in the home. But I'm wondering, which I don't know if this is a financial advisor question or a question that maybe you might be able to answer, is whether or not you think I should go ahead and pay the mortgage off and be done with it or just keep paying the note. Man, what I, here's what I would tell you, sir. Right, I would, I would tell you right now, at 2.99, you're still in with that interest rate, right? So, right. you know, if you know... Um, you know, because of your current circumstances that there's no shot that you're selling that house, right? I would tell you that right. 90000 right now, 
man, go put that in one of these CDs that are giving you a six-month CD or something like that that's giving 5.5% right now uh, and just keep turning that money over every six months. At 2.99, that cash that you've got uh, is way too important. Uh, Plus, based on your situation, things change, right? Uh, Her health, stuff like that. If an expense comes up, we want to make sure, what I would want to make sure as we're chatting, uh, that that's the most important thing. That 299, you're golden there. You're never going to beat that. So that free and clear home, the only way you get that 90 grand back is if you come to me and go, hey, Dwayne, uh, I need to get that money back out. And then I got to give you a refinance at, who knows, let's say 5%, best case scenario, right? So yeah, yeah, I, I would, I, I would, Roger, what I would do right now is, I would keep that 299 rolling, um, you know, maybe set up if you're not already, you know, if the goal is, hey, I just want to, I don't want to get that statement every month. I get it, right? You know, and you're like, I just want to get rid of, maybe set up bi-weekly payments so you can knock off that interest a little bit quicker, Mr. Roger. But I, right, I, would, right, say, right. I would say, my man, hang on to that cash that you got right now, sir. Uh, you know, there's too much going on. The banks right now are giving away money, um, you know, with these uh High, high interest CDs on only, like I said, six months or these money markets at four and 5%, you'll make more money doing that. And then, hey, use whatever interest you make on that, dump that towards the principal uh, at the end of the six months, right? And then try to help alleviate it that way, my man. Okay, I appreciate the uh, advice. Thanks no problem at all, man. No problem. Thanks, Roger. So, James, and, and, and that's a great question by Roger, right? And, and look, I, I deal with it too. It's, I just don't want to have the bill. I want to have my home be free and clear. Look, that's a big deal, right? I mean, that's a puff your chest out. I own my home outright. But at 2.99, let's just stay where we're at, James. And that's what a lot of folks are doing right now, right? I mean, at, at the end of the day, that's why we sort of are where we are, right? So, you know, I get his question there. And, you know, and that's why my advice is at 299, go make money, throw some money at it, some interest on some of these short-term CDs. What do you think, Parker? Well, also think of uh, this is one of the effects of inflation when you when you do any t- sort of long-term financial decision like that is 10 years from now, the dollars you're going to be using to pay off that mortgage are not worth the dollars you, you would use now. So you're paying sort of a premium if you're paying off that $90,000 with $2023 instead of paying it off with some of them dollars are from 2031, which are only going to be worth if we continue this high inflation environment, what, 60 cents or something on the dollar? Because, right. you know, prices double every 20 years under normal inflation, and we're in high inflation. So not only are you only going to pay, nominally speaking, a measly 3% interest on uh, on that money but you're going to be paying it with crushed dollars later so really on average you're sort of stealing money yeah you know, I, it, I- it, no i agree you're bank robbing we're out without a gun right now at those rates which again takes us sort of back into what we were talking about Seventy three thousand listings in the past week 25 percent already under contract james seventy three thousand listings in the past week that's down 18 percent from the same week a year ago right so Again, the problem is it's, it's not, with all this being said, why would a seller lower their price? So, and this circles back to we're in a spring buying season. 
in, you know, is it a buyer's or a seller's mark? Why would the seller lower their price? Buyers are not the issue. The issue is inventory. The issue is rates. And, you know, for us in Louisiana and in the Gulf Coast, homeowners insurance rates. Those are the issues. It's not buyers. Buyers, when there's a nice house out there, like I said, my neighbor. Now, I mean, I think she should have held out a little more and just, you know, put a sign out that said Mortgage Gumbo lives here. I mean, that had to probably have some value there, right? Well, so. Just as a pick your brain and not to derail your train of thought here, but if your house sells for above the asking price in seven hours, doesn't that mean you priced it too low? No, not at all. I mean, because at, at the end of the day, when you look at it, a home is worth what somebody's willing to pay. I know, but like, don't you walk away feeling, man, I could have got more. No, not at all, because you got, you got 10000 over what all the numbers said you should have gotten, right? They don't just throw a number out there. Right. So the research goes in and, and, and kind of goes from there. So no. So so when you're looking at it, I think you're always going to kind of have it, it. It's it's that buyer's remorse. Right. You, you know, like oh, I bought the car and then oh, shucks, should I have done this? Right. Yeah. You know, so, you know, those are things that you just got to deal with. All right. On the other side of the break, Parker. We got a couple questions from social media. Over Good. There. We'll get to the, let's get to those questions. And then I want to get, uh, get this quiz on as well to you. So uh, you're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Steiner right here on iHeartRadio. 504-260-0995. Ooh, oh, diamond girl. You're my diamond girl. Schmuck, 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 muck. Uh, telly. Uh, Telly, Gumbo Nation helps spread the word to avoid those online lenders and banks we call Smuckatellis. Rates may be on the rise, but now more than ever, you need a trusted mortgage advisor who can offer options that make sense to your family's needs. At Mortgage Gumbo, we save order taking for fast food drive throughs Visit MortgageGumbo.com to see if buying or refinancing is right for you. MortgageGumbo.com. What's cooking, Gumbo Nation? This is Dwayne Stein. It's my pleasure to welcome Floor DeLee Law and Title to the Total Home Authority. Floor DeLee Law and Title is your hometown team for real estate closings and all your essential legal services. Jeff and his vetted team of attorneys can help you with any legal services you may need. If I trust them, you can too. To find an office near you, visit FDLTitle.com. That's FDL title, Dad yeah. Wow, that's awesome. So smooth. Hi, this is Dwayne Stein of Mortgage Gumbo. In those phrases, I get to hear daily from my mortgage clients. But when I get away from the office, America's original craft vodka, Tito's, draws the same compliment. So take a sip, relax, and conquer the world with a fresh beverage that includes Tito's. It's gluten-free. Visit MortgageGumbo.com. What's cooking, Gumbo Nation? This is Dwayne Stein with MortgageGumbo.com. And the Fed has stopped raising rates. Finally, this means mortgage interest rates are going lower. This is welcome news for home buyers just like yourself ready to enter the market or current homeowners who are ready to refinance out of that higher interest rate mortgage. Let's have a free chat today by visiting MortgageGumbo.com. 
We back live, Dave? Yes, yes we are. All right, cool, man. Look at that, man. This guy's amazing. Welcome back. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein right here on iHeartRadio. Hey, if you want to join the show, 504-260-0995, or you can shoot an email to info at mortgagegumbo.com. So <clears throat> this is what we're kind of really this next week is the big week. They say like April 16th through the 22nd is the big week in where it officially kind of kicks off the spring home buying time is like April 16th through the 22nd. So <coughs> we're in the spring buying season. So with that being said, if you're a listener wondering, should I list my house? Or if you're a renter saying, should I buy my house? There was some surveys done this week, and, and I want to kind of just pick X Parker and see what how he relates to this. So, James, from a percentage standpoint, welcome back, by the way, pal. Um, from a percentage standpoint, what percentage of homeowners think in today's market that homes are overpriced? What percentage of homeowners think homes are overpriced. These are homeowners. I'm going to guess 40. 63%. Oh, I was way off. Way off. So, James, what does that tell you? All right, we know 90% of homeowners right now have 5% or less on their mortgage, and they think that home homes are overpriced. So you think they're going to run out and put that for sale sign in front? No, because they had, yeah, okay. Probably not, right? So what are we looking at here? Again, this is is the point I'm making, right? So uh, chances are they're not going to put that home for sale. Again, let's revisit the four Ds, divorce, death, debt, distance, right? My neighbor is selling the home because she's relocating, right? So those are the things that are going to have these homes that are a house down the street, the people are relocating. So that's why those you're seeing on a market. So 63% of homeowners think homes are overpriced. So where's that inventory going to come from? All right. Renters, James. For our renters out there who, you know, our Gumbo Nation does a great job of, we get a lot of grandma, grandpa, aunt, uncle told me to give you a call. I shouldn't be renting, uh, you know. This week had a young lady call me, single mom, uh, just went through a divorce, landlord, keeps going up on the rent, won't let her sign a one-year lease, is having her sign three-month leases, keeps going up on the rent, right? So finally has just had enough and came to me and we're in the process of getting her pre-approved right now. But what percentage of current renters, James, think homes are overpriced? I would have to think it's higher than the homeowners. All right. You know, they're not homeowners and they need an excuse to not buy a home. Right. Homeowners were Because it's just easy to stay, right? I mean, it's just easier. I'm going to guess 80%. 83%, James. That's a bing bing. I'll give you that win. It's I mean, the margin of error is three. Yeah. Okay. Right? Judges are nodding. Yeah. Yeah. So 83% of current renters think homes are overpriced. All right. Now. Here's one for you. What interest rate, I'll make this multiple choice for you. 
What interest rate do buyers want to see for them to re-enter the market or enter the market? Like, what's the line in the sand? I'm going to give you multiple choice here. 4.99, 5.5, 5 5.75, 5 or 5.99. What interest rate do buyers say, are saying, oh, if I see that, I'm jumping back in? I hate to ruin it for you, but I just got to be full disclosure here. I saw the headline this morning. Oh, you did? All right, yeah. all right. It's 5.5, isn't it? Yep, 5.5. Yep. the magic number. People are – oh, you don't have to applause that one. That's that's no great feat. So, James, what's your – as – look, you know, you are the voice of the people on this show. What is your thoughts when you hear that number? I think it's absolute garbage. I think these people want to sound like they know what they're talking about to some surveyor or whoever's asking them the question. No one, look, if you go just randomly stop, just go to the quarter tonight and stop 10 people on Royal Street and ask them what the mortgage rates are. They'll be like, Durr. they don't know. No one keeps up with this. No one knows. You don't decide to buy a house or not decide to buy a house based solely on the mortgage interest rate. You go because, hey, I need to stop renting and start building equity, or I got a good deal, or, hey, I got to get a mortgage because I just inherited a house, but it's underwater or whatever. You know, th there's reasons you go get a mortgage other than the interest rate. And so when they do the surveys, you know, people are like, well, what's the mortgage rate now? Okay, how about a little bit lower than what it is now? Percent, half percent lower than what it is. And then I would jump into the market. Yeah, that's the only thing keeping you from buying your dream house is a half a percent difference in the mortgage rate. That's not a believable scenario. And so these surveys are, are cute to listen to, but they're not actionable. Yeah, they, so they, let's they, look real quick on a two. $250,000 house, right, at a 6% interest rate on a 30-year term payment, $1,500, right? Let's go 5.5 interest payment is, hold on, that was wrong, $250,000 loan amount, 30-year term interest rate of 6% interest payment is $1,498. That same $250,000 loan amount, 30-year term, 5.5% interest rate payment is $14.19. So everybody right now. Oh, over 80 bucks a month. Over $80. Yeah. And now at that, listeners, and Gumbo Nation is what I want you to try to digest. We understand. We've been agreeing with you since last June, really since July. Because everybody this time of year, when I go back and look at the people that bought last year, at this time last year, people were still buying their points down into the 375, the low 4% mark. But so I agree. Nobody likes where the number is today. Not a person out there. And when people call and go, what are your rates? What's this? And after we have a nice conversation, I ask them, what is their plans? For one, they're kind of surprised that I actually care about what their future is. Right, and want to kind of make sure that they don't make this gigantic mistake. And I agree with them that, yeah, that's an ugly number, that that rate is not pretty. At the end of the day, is 80 bucks, 100 bucks a month? Let's say it's 150. Is that number for less than 12 months? Right, let's take 150 times 12. Right? Because let's say we, we, you refinance in a year. Over $1,800. 
or you're going to miss out on the upside. Two minutes. On the upside. And that's the whole point. As we head into this spring buying season, folks, what's it going to cost? Find out what your buying power is. See. Go to Snap, Send, and Save. See what you can afford. And you'd maybe be amazed. And maybe that house isn't out there right now, but when it does come out, you're able to pounce because all we continue to let you know, the cost of waiting is going to be this. You now know across the country, regardless, whatever, 5.5%. So when rates hit 5.5%, you're going to have everybody, it's going to be like stepping on an ant pile, according to this survey, James. You think all of a sudden home sellers are going to go, all right, we got a whole bunch of people want to see this house. Let's just lower it. Let's move, yeah. Yeah, let's lower our rate so we can make somebody really, really happy. It's not going to happen, listeners. So that's why you want to be refinancing when everybody else is buying. One minute. There's good times right now, folks. Now's a good time because the market's going to shift. And if you go join and follow us on the Gumbo Nation Facebook group, every week I'm putting out a post that shows as we head in it's and and guess what we're getting further and further away from it being a buyer's market and it's shifting back to sellers all right hey with that being said it's my birthday week feel free to send me all kinds of happy birthday posts this week gonna go check out the titans when i get out of here and keep you updated on where we stand next week with that if the home away from the show, folks, snap, send, and save dadcom. Listen, you go to Credit Karma, you go to all these sites, you know that the score's not accurate. Go to snap, send, and save. We use the same credit bureau for a soft pull that we do to make your lending decision. No cost, no obligation. Till next week, Gumbo Nation! Keep stirring!